Hello and welcome to the official podcast for INFS 2822 Programming for Data Analytics at the UNSW Business School. My name is Blair Wang. Happy Friday, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. The title of today's podcast is Adapt, Improvise and Overcome. And uh, many of you recognize this either from it being a famous quote among the US Marines or for the internet meme that was named after that famous quote. In either case, it's become a bit of a cultural thing now, and I think it's really relevant if we're to think about what happened throughout the course of week two. You know, in week one, we'd pretty much got ourselves uh, familiar with the Unix shell, and now in week two, we had a very thorough deep dive into Python. Uh, We went through all the materials up until set number eight for the Python software carpentry, but As I kind of mentioned in the lecture, I'm not 100% satisfied with what the software carpentry gives you. It's a great start and there's a very uh, good reason why I picked that as our baseline. And there's a very good reason why so many organizations, including some very high profile organizations, train their people on Python using that material. But I want to empower you to do more things. So you know that the Python software carpentry material gave you NumPy and Matplotlib for working with numerical data and for drawing graphs out of it. And uh, what we've been doing this week is not just relying on those, but kind of graduating to the next level. Instead of NumPy, how about Pandas, which is an awesome library built on top of NumPy that allows you to work with CSV files even when they contain other kinds of data, including text data. On top of Pandas, we also worked with PandaSQL, which I think is just so useful for you folks because the vast majority of you have taken INFS 1603, also known as COM1822, and so you're quite familiar with SQL or SQL already. So now you have the ability to take a CSV file and in Python, using a combination of pandas and pandas-equal, to run SQL queries on a CSV file. You don't have to go and define the data structure. You don't have to define each of the data types. Pandas will figure it out for you when it's importing the CSV file as a pandas data frame. Similarly, instead of relying on matplotlib, which is great as the first steps into graphing with Python, you now have tried out Seaborn, which is a library built on top of matplotlib in the same kind of sense in which pandas is built on top of numpy. And that's also given you the power to do some pretty cool things. You know that uh, coming out of the tutorial, we used a combination of pandas and Seaborn to get the Our World in Data coronavirus data file and to be able to draw some insights on it with very few lines of code that you're able to ingest a CSV file into Python and then generate out of that a graph. And that graph, you can even generate it, as I mentioned in the lecture, as a PDF file, which is wonderful because because then you can zoom in and zoom out without losing image detail or image quality. I think a lot of these things speaks to the first part of today's episode's title, Adapt, because what all of this is about is adapting work done by other people to draw new insights, both in terms of the data and in terms of the libraries. The authors of the Pandas library are adapting on the work done by the authors of the NumPy library, and the authors of the Seaborn library are adapting on the work done by the authors of the Matplotlib library and that yourselves are adapting on the work of the coronavirus data file, which itself is compiled together, adapting from different countries and regions, data sources. We are all standing on the shoulders of giants. Now, the second part of today's episode's title is improvise. And part of this comes from the fact that a lot of the work we're doing here is 
somewhat ad hoc, that we are just given a particular data file for a particular situation and you write out the script for that situation. And while that's reusable in the sense that you might get a daily feed, for example, with the coronavirus file that we've been working with, that it actually updates every day, you can't reuse this too much between different projects. A lot of the times the headers will change. There'll be different kinds of problems that you'll be overcoming, different kinds of situations that you're going to want to improvise each time to figure out. For a lot of you who are coming from a Java background, who are coming from a background of using coding to write software, to write enterprise grade apps and desktop programs, uh, you may have seen that what we're doing in Python, not only is the work that we're doing a lot more ad hoc, but the language itself almost seems to be itself more ad hoc, that a lot of the libraries aren't as fully featured, that it is very lightweight. That is both, of course, one of the drawbacks of Python, but also one of its strong advantages over many other things, that it is very casual, that it doesn't require you to very clearly define the data types of the variables, that you don't have to do the DDL data definition language thing. You could just take a CSV file, chuck it into a Panda SQL, and boom, <laughs> you're running SQL on it right away. This kind of improvisional style of writing code, bespoke solutions for specific problems is really powerful, but it is a bit of a paradigm shift. It is a slightly different approach to writing code as well. You still want your code to be really readable. You still want to make a solution that can, for example, overcome expected issues with your data. One of the things that uh, you may have noticed that I posted on Ed was raised by a student who noticed that the data seems to drop off a cliff. And we actually realized sitting through that together that it was due to a combination of the data ranges for particular regions in the dataset not having the same overlapping dates, and also because the sorting of the data in the CSV file isn't what Seaborn, the graphing library, expected. And this is very much coming from, as you may have noticed, that a lot of these libraries are very lightweight, that it only does what you tell it to do, and it won't try to improvise for you. You'll have to improvise. And in that case, the solution, which you'll see on the ed forums, is simply to pre-sort the data. It seems straightforward, but that's the kind of improvising that you may need. Another thing that you'll notice, for example, is that there are dates for which you might just have a blank space in your CSV file, and you might want to either write some SQL to run in Panda SQL, or to use some of the native pandas functions to be able to filter out those rows in case they're causing you any grief. And finally, the third part of today's episode's title is Overcome. The fact of the matter is, even for a language which is relatively uh, easier, like Python, we're still going to encounter difficulties. And especially if, like myself, you folks are coming in from other programming languages, that you're often going to make little mistakes, whether it's accidentally messing up the indentation, or forgetting to activate your virtual environment, or heaven forbid, activating the wrong virtual environment, or staying in a virtual environment for a previous project, or accidentally chucking in semicolons because you just came out of a session of writing Java code. These things happen to all of us. One thing that you folks may have noticed is that Matthew and I, when we're running the tutorials, we don't show you pre-recorded videos of us writing the code. We always go out of our way to show you that live. And actually that's kind of not normal. Um, a lot of the time when we're teaching programming, we actually try to pre-record the videos of us writing the code so that you don't have to see us making mistakes. But we've decided to put ourselves on the spot for you, to show you our vulnerabilities, to show you that we also make mistakes. Some of you might have seen me get just a little bit uh, nervous when I've messed up something or I've forgotten something and I don't realize what I've forgotten when I'm doing a code demo for you. And that's deliberate because I want to show you what it looks like 
when that happens and also how to overcome that as a programmer, as a coder, as a data analyst, as someone who is human, as someone who isn't perfect at writing code, as someone who does make mistakes. Because the fact of the matter is, we're all like that. The thing that distinguishes the more competent analysts and programmers from the less competent ones isn't that they don't make mistakes. It's that they can overcome those mistakes, that they are resilient, that they can bounce back, and that they can laugh at themselves. I remember when I was trying to demonstrate the uh, Fibonacci sequence recursion thing that I made a rookie error. I forgot the base condition, and then it would recurse infinitely. And that's kind of the point that I was demonstrating, actually. Now, I could have demonstrated it, I guess, somewhat more elegantly, and I would have looked cooler if I had gotten it right the first time. And in the same sense, a lot of you are going to be in situations at some stage in your careers where you're going to done goof like that and it would have been better if you hadn't but in another sense those are the learning opportunities and I hope that in that situation for those of you who were in my tutorial on Tuesday and saw that happen that that's actually a great illustration of that issue that in some sense maybe for some of you that'll be more memorable than if I had just simply told you about it that instead I showed you how it goes wrong and in a broader sense, a lot of this work that we're doing in NumPy or Pandas, in Panda SQL, with these graphing libraries like Matplotlib and Seaborn, all of this is to overcome, in a sense, little situations in which you'd wish that there was some system already built. Uh, you'd wish that maybe there was a built-in feature in whatever statistical package that you usually use to be able to do that. But we're overcoming the limitations in the software that people have already written. Python is a programming language, and in that sense, we're kind of building mini programs to do the things that the big statistical programs can't do. So in that sense, my recap of week two is simply adapt, improvise, overcome. In all fairness, we did also talk about things that aren't related to just the coding, the writing of Python code. In particular, this crisp DM methodology and some of the reflections there. I would recommend actually that you keep that with you. And that paper that was your reading for week two, keep that with you. Because that's really useful going into your future careers. I really have a strong sense that someday one of you working as a consultant is going to have to justify why you want to do something. And that paper might come in handy. And on that note, going into the week ahead, here's what I suggest that you do. Make sure you're on top of all the code that you're writing. Make sure that you're staying in touch with your buddy, um, that you can help each other out. And also, the reading for next week. It's less of a reading and more of watching a video. This is a video about GitHub. Many of you have seen this before because I know that some of you have taken, for example, INFS 2605 with me when I made this video back in term one. So if you've already seen this video or if you generally already know about GitHub, this should be a fairly easy exercise. The purpose of prescribing this reading for the upcoming week is that I really want you all to be on a level playing field, that you're all competent with using GitHub, especially because we're really recommending that you use GitHub for the purpose of your group assignment. And that'll work a lot better if everyone's actually good and competent and capable at using GitHub. So in summary, going into next week, make sure you're all up to date with the materials. Make sure you're all up to date with knowing about who your buddies are. And let me know if you don't have a buddy and make sure that you're up to date with the reading. And I'm really excited to welcome you back next week into another wonderful week of programming for data analytics. In the meantime, stay well, stay healthy, and I'll see you soon. This has been an episode of the official INFS 2822 podcast. Thanks for listening. INFS 2822 is a course taught at UNSW Business School. You can find out more about UNSW Business School at www.business.unsw.edu.au.